0: Hello, I'm your host, Charmaine, and welcome to Beautiful Gems. Hey, how was your lunch break? You met some of the staff. Nice. Oh, you know many of them already. That's great. You want to know why I called some of the staff allies and enemies? Sure. Sure. Well, first, let's do an overview of the staff and what their roles entail. Does that sound good? All right, let's start from the top. Who everyone reports to is God. He fills three roles on the mining site. As the great geologist who directs you to the area where gems can be mined, the great engineer who has drawn up a plan to follow to extract your gems, and the great excavator who provides the on-site support and protection to retrieve your gems. In these roles, God created you with a specific life purpose. You are given a life path and also the free will and the power to live them out. When you go to mind on your dig site according to God's will, you initiate lessons to transform and grow your heart, mind, body, and spirit. Most of us want to be a better version of ourselves tomorrow than we are today. That innate striving is a desire for the evolution of your soul purpose. There are two types of realms you receive support from with the direction of the Great Excavator, the spiritual realm and the physical realm. The spiritual realm consists of angels, ancestors, and the Holy Spirit. Angels work together towards a common goal. Some are for you and some are against you. Your ancestors are invested as you are a part of their bloodline. The Holy Spirit actively carries out the will of God. It's important to note here that it is not limited to these three types of spiritual beings. Okay, on the mining site, we have on site managers, which are the archangels. They are our protectors and guides over all other staff, specifically the operators, who are also angels they work closely together. Angels are assigned, instructed, and directed to protect and guide you through the mining process. Your ancestors are the health and safety staff. They go out before you to ensure your mining site is safe for mining by taking note of any dangerous areas that can cause potential harm to make sure that you're protected. If you are harmed, they are the first responders to secure your rescue. Many times they walk with you to help you maneuver safely through generational patterns in your healing process. Their collective experience is key to mining the extremely dangerous part of the mine containing generational curses. This area must be mined with the direct involvement of the Great Excavator. He will instruct all the appropriate staff to orchestrate the digging and lifting of the rocks surrounding the extremely rare gems found under these conditions. The ancestors are key because you are not only removing and lifting out the collective rock of experiences from generations before you, you are also collecting the family heirloom of gems. The Holy Spirit can play multiple roles. One many are familiar with is that of the comforter. During times of distress, when you feel like giving up, due to the mining process, God will send his spirit to comfort and keep you safe. According to your personal spiritual beliefs, the on-site managers, operators, and health and safety staff may take different forms and names. So if you believe in a higher power, who you know them to be may be different, but their roles remain the same. Now let's move on to the physical realm. It consists of family, friends, and others like healers, spiritual leaders, psychologists, coaches, scientists, various professionals. From these form two groups, one of technicians and the other mining co-workers. The technicians provide expertise, assistance, and support in specific areas of your mining process. A psychologist may provide you with to unearth and process trauma, while a spiritual leader may help you use the heavy machinery of prayer to lift a spirit of hopelessness. Or an alternative healer may teach you how to temper emotional eating through balancing out the heart, mind, body, and spirit. These technicians can work with you face-to-face through media, books, and other forms of communication. Your mining co-workers are your family, friends, and any others who are meant to interact with you. I'm pretty sure you know who these people are. They may have been the ones you met on lunch break. Right. That's why you were curious about my labels of allies and enemies. Surely all of your coworkers are allies, right? <laughs> well, it's quite possible that the majority are your allies, but be sure there's a sprinkling of enemies in there. In fact, There are four different roles that the staff will fall under, either allies, enemies, frenemies, or the unbothered. There is no hard and fast rule for determining where they belong. Mistakenly, some believe that you can tell the difference by the color of their skin, race, or ethnicity. There are both allies and enemies who look just like you, have similar racial backgrounds, and identify with the same culture. There are those who look different from you, but they are sincere allies. Then there are those who play on racial differences and ethnicity to support their stance as an enemy. You must discern who is who. The great excavator has given you the tools you need to figure this out. If you remember, he said that all roles are intimately created by him. So all of these roles serve some purpose in your process. We are going to go a little off book now. I want to share some observations with you to discern the differences that I've learned while on the mining site. And don't worry. I checked in with the great excavator beforehand. I have the green light. Keep an open mind, take everything with a grain of salt, and only keep what you need to mine your gems. We'll start with everyone's fan faves, allies. Here are a few ways to tell if one of the mining staff is an ally. Your life purpose and their life purpose intertwine. There's a healthy level of trust. They support you and you support them. There is reciprocity, meaning a healthy, satisfying exchange for both parties which results in value. Respect. They show you respect in all they do and say. They only want you to stand in your power. They take you as you are, see the good in you, see past your imperfections. In other words, they accept you and they are compassionate. They celebrate and cheer you on because they want to see you succeed. They may or may not have emotional ties. However, they are genuinely invested in you. Now, how can you tell if they are an enemy? Your life purpose and their life purpose intertwines. Yes, that's right. Think of it like you can't have a superhero without an arch nemesis. (laughs) You naturally distrust them. They clearly undermine your power through disrespect, rejection, indifference, and fear. They work toward your demise, devaluing and discrediting you along the way. They are genuinely interested in your downfall because they somehow benefit from it. These are your saboteurs. As Merriam-Webster defines them, a person who destroys or damages something deliberately. Now those frenemies, mm-hmm. they gotta boo because I'm biased. They are the worst. Reminds me of the OJs, smiling in your face, them backstabbers. I mean, at least an enemy lets you know straight up where they stand. They pull out their swords in front your face, not behind your back. That's definitely one way to know a frenemy. Here are some others sorry i couldn't help it they are usually master manipulators they will have you all messed up if you aren't in tune with your star player meaning your intuition you have a clear mind and balanced emotions if these three things are out of whack every time you're around this person pause Step away, evaluate. You aren't crazy. You didn't miss anything. You may be in the middle of a manipulative narcissistic (laughs) web called gaslighting. As a matter of fact, we're going to take a brief but hard stop right here. Narcissists can appear in the form of lovers, friends, and family. Usually, they are spoken of in these individual terms. Did you know? that they can coexist in groups, it's called collective narcissism. According to PsychToday.com, it is defined as an exaggerated view of the importance or greatness of the group to which the individual belongs. These groups can be as small as a family or as large as a nation. Typically, these master manipulators are double agents. They have all the qualities of the enemy with the appearance of an ally. Let's say you are out at lunch and you leave your protective gear on the table. They'll change your channel on your walkie-talkie, place dead batteries in your headlamp, and kill your sweet canary. I mean, really. You come back, put your protective gear on, and head out into the mine. Your headlamp isn't turning on, though. So you hit your hard hat. That doesn't work. So you take off the hard hat to get to the headlamp, but it's so dark you can't see. So you take off the goggles to find the switch. You look at the switch and it's on. Okay, that means the batteries are dead. So you reach in your bag to get the extra batteries and they're gone. Wait, where's the canary? Why isn't it singing? You start to freak out and turn on your walkie-talkie. What the? Done. You barely get out of there, tripping over them Tims. Yup, frenemies got you all jacked up. If you don't know what I'm saying, go back to episodes 5 through 10, and you'll get me. I think I've said enough about frenemies. Just know that anything goes with them. If you are getting mixed signals from someone... Take it for what it is. A frenemy may be on the other end. Our last mining staff are those who are unbothered. They are exactly as they sound, neither for you or against you. Oh, but they still serve a purpose. They're here to watch. You don't know how bad I wish I could play Michael Jackson right now. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Yup, the unbothered are creeps. I'm just kidding, seriously. They serve two purposes when watching you either to be a witness or to learn through observing you. Some serve as a witness to your experiences, the same way a witness will corroborate your story in court, while others are meant to learn from you. There is no way any one person can experience it all. We need examples. So some are unbothered because they aren't meant to be involved. They are just meant to watch, to glean knowledge from your experiences. Okay, I don't think you need any more explanation behind their creepiness. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop playing around. Don't laugh. You're a creep too. All right. Like any job, the staff will be either permanent, contract, or short-term temporary workers. It's similar to the concept of a season, reason, or lifetime. For example, the archangels, ancestors, and family are permanent workers. Angels and friends can be all three categories. The unbothered, hmm, what are they like? The people on the job that do nothing except watch you work. These unbothered aren't sounding too good, huh? But they do serve a purpose. Everyone does. Now that we have the staff down, let's talk about how it all works together for the good even to them that are called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. Remember where you met God earlier by that hard rock? Yes, when your childhood experiences are being formed, there are allies, enemies, and frenemies around making strong impressions on you. Some may have been so long ago that you've forgotten. As you mine, you will start to remember looking at that hard rock closely with your headlamp of thought. You will be able to determine which tools and possibly technicians you need to dig out your gems. While you're doing this, keep your current allies close and protective gear on at all times. I consider you an ally, so I shared my childhood with you about my second grade teacher in episode 10. It helps to have allies to share your stories with while you figure them out and come to an understanding of them. I'm blessed with great allies and I'm betting you are too. If not, you're here, so you're one ally up. The second great teacher I had in episode 10 would be classified as an enemy. She was consistently insensitive and uncaring. Honestly, I knew she didn't like me or the other Black kids. I hated going to her class. God is so good though, because the next year, I had the bestest teacher in the whole wide school. Everyone loved her, including me. She had an infectious laugh and a bright smile. She was always interested in each and every student. My interest in science and its connection to nature had always been there. She saw the spark, though, and lit it on fire in me. She's a huge reason why I love science to this day. When I think back, she is one of my favorite childhood allies. What did these two teachers have in common? They were both white. Two very different people playing their role, one as an enemy and the other one as an ally. These dual experiences were important for me to have with white people. Imagine if I had only experienced one or the other. I would not have a balanced perspective. I may have been fortunate, though. Sometimes people experience one or the other. If this is you, remember the law of polarity. Everything has two sides, an opposite. Hot, cold, day, night, good, evil, allies, enemies. You may have had one side of an experience. Remember, you're the creep. I'm just kidding the unbothered in someone else's life. Look for proof outside of your experiences in theirs. Often your allies are behind enemy lines, blending in. Who they are will be made apparent to you. Just keep that walkie-talkie of intuition by your side. Interestingly, I feel that as children, we are more tuned in to God in every way. Children are honest about what they see, how they feel, and what they think. Remembering your childhood stories does two things. It provides a clear backstory to your experiences up to this point, and it shows you how to be like a child, unassuming, honest, and open. You can learn a great deal about who you are at your core by getting in touch with your inner child. As we go along mining our gems, the allies we work with make life easier for us by partnering so that we're both winning... As Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, iron sharpens iron. Shout out to my homie. We be going in. The Great Excavator places these allies in your life for you to become better with each interaction, sharper than you were before to fend off the enemy and frenemy. Your allies will have messages for you from the Great Excavator, both subtle and obvious. Here are some personal examples or types of allies in my life. My brother, who is a health and fitness technician, he told me years ago that water and sleep should be top priority to stay healthy. He gave me a word at the right time to prevent sickness. They can also show you by example, like my sister, who never stays mad, is quick to forgive and always carries herself with a smile. It's like she was born with some protective gear of forgiveness. My friend Riss, who has been an entrepreneurial technician since she was 16. You go, girl. Or my cousin Mecca, who gives life everything she's got. She moves fearlessly when it comes to changing the game, creating the life she wants with style and pizzazz. She's my live your best life technician. Then you have some allies who are consistently thriving on their achievements, like two other health and fitness technicians in my circle, my uncle Marty Marr and my friend Dee. Just watching them accomplishing goal after goal is amazing. You know, my brother also comes under this category, and you'll find your allies are multi-talented, as many of mine are, so don't think this is all they got. Another type of ally are the raw truth tellers. My daughter and my homie, you will need these people in your life. They have strong headlamps of thought to illuminate your blind spots. They aren't always appreciated as they should be, though, because the truth can hurt. However, we all know the truth sets you free. So always be sure to thank these allies in your life right after you finish crying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You know I love y'all. Another type of ally are those who have similar personalities, traits, or shared interests, like my friend Mila. We take deep dives into the ocean of emotion. She's my poet technician. Or my friend Netta. The travel technician. technician. Always on the go, having fun. There are many types of allies out there. I couldn't possibly get to them all. So if I didn't mention you, you know who you are. And there's always next season. I will give you one more ally. This last ally, though, you are fortunate if you have one in a lifetime, the very, very special agents who have a similar life path and purpose to you. You are meant to work closely with them. For me, that's my homie. Like I said in the first episode, you'll meet her later in the second season. I will say that I have been blessed with more than one very, very special agent in my life. Some have passed away or left, like my mother. Remember, all staff are either perm, contract, or short term temporary workers. How long they stay with you is not the focus. What you learn while they are with you is with each interaction, you become better, sharper, and sharper than you were before to fend off the enemy. Whether you have one good ally or many, take the time to remember appreciate, and thank them for the role they play in your life, especially those who walk closely with you. It's not always easy being an ally. Sometimes there is sacrifice on their part to help you. It can be as simple as them taking time to listen. Respect and honor those relationships by setting healthy boundaries and by being a good ally to them, giving them what they need and want as well. Some say, You should not expect the support of family and friends when you first start a business or a project. I challenge that because my family and friends have been dope. To all my allies, friends, and family, thank you for listening and thank you for your support. I pray I'm a blessing to you as much as you have all been a blessing to me. Cheers to you. So far, we have mostly gone over allies in the physical realm. What about the spiritual realm? These allies either walk with you or are called into you. God will use this staff to help you with or without your knowledge. However, you can call in and activate these workers by using the heavy machinery of prayer, meditation, stillness, and nature. When you go to any mining site, there is usually more than one piece of heavy machinery working at a time. The angels, Holy Spirit, and your ancestors are always assisting you. When you become more proficient with the use of prayer, meditation, stillness, and nature, you will be able to make great strides in your mining process. If we are aware and have the knowledge of those allies who help us in the spiritual realm, take the time to thank them for their help. Of course, this is only made possible through the great excavator, God. So make sure to continually build and strengthen your relationship with him, offering thanks, praise, and worship. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I pray that you build your relationship with God, love yourself unconditionally, and put in the work to mine, refine, and shine those gems.